From the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We are the Forum for the Fans. The Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo. Here's your host, Steve. Azul no chaser, Azul unfiltered, uh, around the world of sports, get to speak my mind, me flying solo, we do these series, uh, pretty much on an ever, every other week, maybe every other couple of week basis, just freestyling on everything around the sports, not just my teams, but just sports in general, and I just got to jump into it with the NCAA tournament, get to some of the stuff that irritated the fuck out of me with the Deshaun Watson scenario by the media, but I'll get into that later. But let's let's talk about the tournament right now. The men's tournament uh been pretty much decent games thus far. All right. I like what I saw in some of these games. Uh the most entertaining one I think has been the North Carolina Baylor game. And and I know a lot of people were bitching and moaning about the referees and the calls in that game. But North Carolina, for how, I don't know how they got through it because they looked shot blowing that 25-point lead to Baylor, right? And they found a way to hold on in regulation and make some big clutch buckets uh, in the overtime session and knocked out the defending champion Baylor Bears. So North Carolina goes on, and without uh, steady point guard play, they were really in the mud, man, really, really, really in the mud. Baylor. Uh, out of the tournament, uh, uh, the defending champions. But the games have been okay. Uh, not great. Uh, we've seen better games in the first two days of the NCAA tournament. But I think the bigger point is the fact that we see fans in the stadiums, uh, the, the arenas. Uh, we see fans. Uh, you see the, the excitement, the crowd, the enthusiasm. Remember a couple of years ago, they postponed the uh, the tournament. Uh, because of the start of the COVID, and then the very next year they had pretty much no fans in the arena. It was kind of it kind of sucked. But um, now you got the fans back in the buildings, man, all all across the country, from Pittsburgh to Portland, uh, Greenville, uh, all just pretty much everywhere, man, and representing. And to see that uh, uh, what we saw out of uh, Gonzaga this far, what we saw out of Arizona, what we saw. Uh, uh, Villanova had a nice win today on Sunday, uh, get, so they're in the uh, Sweet 16. Uh, you know, the, the basketball has been okay. They, you know, as I record this episode, as I sound off on my voice, uh, talking about the games of uh, the Notre Dame Texas Tech game in session, uh, Michigan State lost. They fumbled the bag against Duke, and so the Coach K tour uh, is still continuing, and which is fucking annoying in itself, man. I'm. I mean, I like Coach Kane and all, but and I know he deserves all the respect and the 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 uh, the the gratitude and all that. But man, this shit is overboard. I mean, it's overboard, man. I mean, goddamn, how much you gotta kiss a motherfucker's ass, man? Damn. I mean, I know he's a great coach and all that, and he's done great things for the sport and the stability and how he brought Duke from the bottom up since the, what, the late '70s, early '80s. But come on, man, that's a lot of kissing ass, man. That, that really is. So I'm looking forward to the motherfuckers who knock Duke out. I'm I'm looking for that. I'm looking forward to that. All right. So Duke, 
uh, moves on. Uh, St. Peter's moves on. You know, St. Peter's, uh, Jersey City, New Jersey. Shout out to St. Peter's of uh, the first round win, uh, beating Kentucky. You know, that, and that's another thing, too. Like, the 15 seed beating the two seed. Kentucky, uh, the great Kentucky Wildcats, and I know a lot of people are annoyed by John Calipari always getting these five-star recruits and these top-notch NBA-level players, and they got knocked out by the MAP champions, St. Peter's, man, of Jersey City, New Jersey, man. So they are out of the whole thing right now as well. Uh, I mean, they're moving on, and Kentucky's out. Uh, but the games have been okay, you know. You know, something decent to watch. It's, it's just glad to have college basketball back, man. Glad to have them back, man. Um, you know, me personally, I, I mean, I gotta say this. Uh, my beloved UConn Huskies uh, falling uh, in the first round to New Mexico State, who ended up losing in the next round anyway. Uh, and we have issues in the stuff, but the Big East is trying to make a comeback as far as Providence, your Creightons, uh, of course, uh, UConn. Those are the, pretty much your better teams in the Big East this season. But uh, they have the really Big East to really be rolling. you got to move Syracuse out of the ACC and back into the Big East to come back with Georgetown and everybody else. Have Syracuse, your Georgetowns, your Rutgers move out of Big Ten, bring them back to the Big East with Satan Hall. And then you have, then you can really rock with something, man. You can really rock with something. Um, I saw that uh, Miami and Auburn uh, watching a little bit of tonight. I'll fresh off the Rangers game. We'll talk about that on Tuesday. The Auburn the Miami game has been close. I was going back and forth with that, uh, and do pulled away uh, as far as Sunday. But the earlier Sunday games were kind of boring. Um, there wasn't really much to like. Uh, I you know you know bite your teeth. Uh, nail, nail down to the wire type of games. They were kind of just blah blah whatever. But you know, it's good to see the tournament back. That's the biggest thing. And, I, and the, like I said, the biggest takeaway I see out of this shit is fucking the uh, the fans in the stands, the enthusiasm, people going to the games, getting back out and enjoying life. We got the games in San Diego, Portland, Pittsburgh, Greenville. You know, everybody is enjoying it, man. I, I, I. Thoroughly love this shit. I thoroughly love this shit, man. Um, now Gonzaga had a little bit of a scare in that first game. I would even call it a scare. They were nip and tuck in the first round versus the 16 seed in that first game. It was interesting at first, but then they pulled away and smoked them, uh, smoked the 16 seed by 30. And I, I've been at this point last year with Gonzaga. I I can't put my into those motherfuckers, man. I can't because every time I bet on Gonzaga, they let me down. And now I know you out there listening, my guy. You know I'm not gonna say no name. You know, not put you on blast. You're my dude, fellow stakeholder calls into the shows. You know, if you know, if you're a follower of any of our shows and we talk NCAA tournament stuff in between episodes. You know exactly which stakeholder I'm talking about. I'm not going to say no names, but uh, got the I, I got the field, and he's got Gonzaga. So you know I'm keeping a close eye out on this shit. I'm keeping a very close eye out on this shit. And right now Gonzaga's doing what they're supposed to do as a number one seed and get through the you know the first two rounds. And, you know they do what they got to do now. They got to go to the games in San Francisco. None of these. Uh, is it is it this year? Is it really their year now? You got. 
Baylor's out of the competition. Who's going to stop the mighty Gonzaga Bulldogs? You know what I'm saying? Um, is it finally Mark Few's time to fucking get a championship? We shall see. I don't. They're cursed, man. Like, you know, you know, teams eventually get through their curse. Teams eventually get over the hump. Teams eventually find a way. But Gonzaga's been doing this shit since I've been in high school. This is 20 plus years going. More than 20 years, like maybe 25 since they've been in the tournament every single fucking year and never have delivered. And, you know, I gave them my stock, my blessing, and they fucked it up. I was so irate when they lost last year in the tournament. I thought they should have won last year. Now, no, they're going to ride the wheels of Timmy. They want to ride the wheels of back footer. Uh, they don't have Jalen Suggs last year, you know, the more dynamic point guard, but they still have good guard play, you know. Gets them out of their conference every year. It's a weak conference, but, you know, that's what they do, you know. They take advantage of the situation and, you know, don't play a lot of heavyweight teams in these bigger conferences. So they smoke, you know, they, they smoke a lot of the competition and get ready for the bigger guys uh, throughout the year. They don't have to play them night in and night out, so they don't have to be worn on. But, uh, we shall see on Gonzaga. Now that Baylor is out, you know? I don't have a favorite, man. I don't. I'm going to just sit back and watch the fucking games. Saw so Wisconsin losing Milwaukee to Iowa State. TCU had a nice win, right? Now they got to play Arizona tonight, and I'm going to check that out, you know, before I go hit the hay. And I saw it was a nice win by Texas, and they got Purdue in a few minutes. So as I conclude this episode, as far as the Zool Unfiltered tournament and uh, homework talk, you know, I'm going to go back and dive deep into the uh, college basketball for sure, man. I, I am looking forward to it. So uh, before I get into the football stuff later on, uh, the Bleed Blue Show, shout out to everybody, uh, not only the people who call in week to week uh, to our, you know, our, our sports, baseball, hockey, football, basketball, our episodes, but thank you for the listeners who are just checking this out. I, I see the messages and I appreciate uh, the feedback that you guys give us. I would love that. Guys, get your opinions. We can shout it out if you could come on or whatever. I love the fact that we could be a blessing to people and come on and you know and, and give us our opinion, man. Um, now check out the website for this week. Uh, this is going to be the last week of episodes for the quarter for 2022 uh, January, February, March cycle because uh, next week no show is going to be on our bye week. So we got the baseball Monday, uh, hockey on Tuesday. Basketball on Wednesday and, and the football on Thursday. So go to the website, believebelueshow.com backslash schedule, or you can go to uh, Blog Talk Radio, hit the subscribe button, and get all the notifications and alerts when we go on, you know, speak live, and or get the audio archives on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and all that. So that that's pretty much it for the uh, the college basketball for today. You know, I saw Houston had a nice win versus Illinois. You know, Villanova was toying with Ohio State. No major really surprises outside of that St. Peter's situation with uh, the first two wins in their tournament, uh, their tournament in their bracket. Uh, but, you know, Michigan, you know, nice win over Tennessee on Saturday. And, and you, know, you know, we saw what happened with Jawan Howard at the end of the regular season and how he punched the coach. He was suspended for like five games and shit. So Michigan – Getting uh, getting uh, back into the tournament and a nice win over Tennessee, who I never bought stock in. I know Tennessee won uh, the SEC championship, but they didn't look like they look like frauds. Uh, they look like uh, pretenders. 
I know they got a high seat because of winning the SEC ch- uh, championship and, and pretty much a decent regular season, but no way, Jose, on them. They didn't think that. I, I didn't think Michigan was going to beat them, but they did. And so we'll move on until the Sweet 16 started next weekend, and we'll uh, see how it goes with those couple games after tonight's games, TCU, Arizona, Miami, Auburn, uh, Texas, and Purdue, so on and so forth. We'll find out who's going to win those games, and then we'll know the matches for next weekend, and we'll have some fun. Now, I got to get this off my chest, okay? You got to get this ch- shit off my chest. Uh, oh, my God. I, we here at the Bleed Blue Show, we are prideful. I tried to teach and, if to an extent, brainwash stakeholders if you come on this platform. The basis of this platform, the reason why we are fucking here in the first place, is to react and give our a our, our opinion to what we see in the world of sports, specifically on the field, the rink, the court, so on and et cetera, okay? That's where we are, first and foremost. That's what we do, reactions to games. This is why we have episodes in between games. We have episodes during games. We have episodes immediately after the games, specifically on the day of the week, we do our hockey on Tuesdays, the basketball on Wednesdays, the football on Thursdays, the baseball on Mondays. So if those games, and we happen on that day of the week, and it happens to be a team that we are rooting for, our you know our basis KGYR teams, we react to what we saw on those nights. That's the basis of this platform. That's who we're always going to be on, and that's how we're always going to be for the existence of this Bleed Blue show at its core. Yeah, we do shows on bandwagon fan, diehard fan, loyal fan, all that other shit. We do all that. We talk all kind of stuff as far as around the leagues and give our analysis as far as upcoming games. But we are not in the business. We are not in the uh, avenue or lane of rumors. It, It irks the fuck out of me when stakeholders come onto this platform over the years, no names mentioned, not going to say no names, they believe the bullshit that they hear or they see on national television. It is a trap, and I wish fans stopped buying into the bullshit, especially when I see it on social media because they react to what they heard and what not they know. The beauty of watching sports on TV or in person because it's real time is real information right in front of your faces, and you know exactly what had happened in the game. You can speak on it. You saw it. We all saw it. And you can have an educated opinion. We can agree or disagree from there. So when it comes to the NFL in particular, this this actually applies to all sports, but we're going to focus on the football because of the Deshaun Watson situation. This really irks the fuck out of me with what happened with him and the situation with the Texans, him not playing the entire 2021 season last year. Fast forward, now he's on the trading block, or he was on the trading block, and the pundits, the bitch-ass pundits on national television just this past middle of the week are giving bad information to millions and millions of fans Telling about where he may or may not go, and nobody knows fucking knows. You can speculate. It's one thing to speculate, but don't get on your mighty horse and act like you know exactly what is happening. And then when the opposite 
does occur, then you don't show face or come back on camera and say, oh, my bad, my bad. I'll give you a case in point. I was watching college basketball last week, okay, some of the games. And the afternoon show specifically on the NFL Network, okay, these bastards got on there and acted like Cleveland was out of the running for trading for Deshaun Watson, all because of the story of Baker Mayfield requesting a trade out of Cleveland, okay? So they made it seem like Cleveland was out of the running, and there were only three teams. I watched it all. They said the Falcons, the Panthers, and the Saints were in it for Deshaun Watson. Cleveland is out. This was on Wednesday afternoon on the NFL Network. Their their clown pundits sounding off on as as if Deshaun Watson was only going to those three teams. So a day later, I'm minding my business. I'm getting ready for the NCAA tournament. I'm chilling. All right? I'm minding my business, getting ready for the games. About to enjoy this weekend like I did watching college basketball. And what the fuck happens? Get next thing I see or I know that Deshaun Watson <laughs> traded to the Cleveland Browns. So, you know, back, you know, conversation I had with a buddy, you know, you know him very well on this platform. I'm not gonna say no names because I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't gonna blow up his spot on on this episode because I, I should have got his permission. You y'all all know who he is. I, I corresponded with the brother. I said, hey, man, you know, how can you get this fucking wrong? And one thing about getting it wrong is one thing. One, that's one thing. But how do you not own up to your fuck-ups? And this is the same bullshit I have with those mock drafts in the NFL. Same crap with all these mock draft experts year in, year out, telling about where everybody's going to go. This is oh this player is going to this player because I talked to this team and this and that and when it does not fucking happen, then all of a sudden nobody checks them like hey man hey Mo Kuyper you said so and so was going to the Denver Broncos what the fuck happened he ended up in the Jacksonville Jaguars how can that be you said this who are your sources why are you reporting this why are you getting it wrong why you are not owning up to your fuck ups this is I. This is a shit I have a huge issue with, not just sports, but just in general with how information is relayed to the public thinking it is gospel and it's fucking wrong. Deshaun Watson going to the Cleveland Browns should not, the way they laid it out, made it seem there was only three teams in play and they don't own up to it. I have huge problems with information being relayed to that. This is why I can't say it enough. This is why I am all for I am all for watching the game, a regular season game, a playoff game, no matter what sport it is, and reacting to that. That's how you get the job done. That's how you form an educated opinion on real-time events because these backstage transactions, all this stuff behind the scenes – Nobody fucking knows, man. Nobody fucking knows, man. That shit irked the fuck out of me with this Deshaun Watson. I'm going to be riding this shit probably for the entire month of April. It's one thing 
to have, you know, you could say, okay, I think this team should get this person or this team should get that person or we should do it this. You know, I'm not in the business of rumors. Now, I could do the thing where if there's a free agent pool and let's say I know a team has salary cap space, it doesn't even have to be the Giants. It could be the it could be the uh, the Texans. It could be the Vikings. It could be anybody. It could be the Steelers. And if I think there's a fit for a player based on position of need, salary cap space, I'll make an educated opinion thinking that it could or should happen, but I'm not going to say it will happen the way the pundits laid the bullshit out. This is why I love this little unfiltered. I feel like I could get my thoughts and express my true feelings on my own style you know, outside of the you know, the KGYR show, you know. <sighs> you know, this is why I'm glad we love what we do. We stay true to who we are. We are the forum for the fans of Bleed Blue Show. We are about reacting to games. First and foremost, we'll talk about all the other cool, fun, goofy shit, like, you know, bandwagon fans, stakeholder, you know, stakeholder fans and all that other stuff. We, we talk about all that stuff over the years. But nothing chats my hide than the fucking parroting of what they saw on TV and not thinking for themselves. It, it, it gets to the point I have to check in. I may have to cancel or mute people for echoing bullshit. If there ever was a silver lining in getting what you can get out of hearing this rant from myself, Steve, Azul and Filter Tournament and, and uh, uh, the, the the fucking homework episode because it's all about doing your fucking homework. Watch the games, motherfuckers. Watch them shits. Um, Deshaun Watson. That's a whole nother case. See, I gotta be careful because nobody knows what happened with his situation more than him personally and the women he was around. And we live. And pretty much a society or a culture where you've got people, famous people, in these quagmire situations being ganged up on. It could be Bill Cosby. It could be Deshaun Watson. It could be the former governor of New York. I don't care what aisle or side of the aisle of the political uh, spectrum you're on. But time and time again, if something, if a player or a celebrity is famous, and it's called to the carpet, they get ganged up on, you've got to go through the corpse and get the facts, and nobody knows the facts. That's the problem. And I kept quiet about the Deshaun Watson situation. I didn't think he did it, but I never made a public opinion about it because I was not there. The point I'm saying as far as the games, at least if I'm at a game or I am watching it on TV, I at least saw the shit. We nobody saw the shit what happened with Deshaun Watson except for him and the women he was allegedly with. And it's shame on a team not having his back. That was publicly record. Okay, that was publicly known. Which hence why fucking Deshaun Watson wanted out of Texas out of the Texans. And on top of that, you know, they had a whole general manager, head coach bullshit going on with them the season before that when they were in the playoffs versus the Chiefs. Um Listen, man, do your fucking homework, ladies and gentlemen. Please, please, I, I, I say this with all gratitude. Do your homework, man. 
You got NCAA games coming up next weekend. You can always go back and watch the replay of these games. You can watch it on the NCAA website. You can go to YouTube and all these video streaming platforms that recorded the game. You can go actually go to these games and then form an opinion, compare things. You can't see the practices, so you don't really fucking know. And then you can come back here or come back wherever, your own platform, your, your, your timelines, if you have a show, whatever. YouTube page, TikTok, whatever. And you say, I think this team is going to win based on what I saw here. They can't defend this person and they can't guard that person. You have the ability to speak your own mind with the information age that we are in in 2022. Okay? Wow. So, I just had to get that off my chest, man, because this is the prelude. As we get into the baseball, the hockey, the basketball, the football this week, because this is the last week of shows. Like I said, you can go to bleedblueshow.com backslash schedule. And or you can go to Blog Talk Radio, subscribe, and then um, get the alerts, get the notifications, the emails when we go on. If you want to listen live or you want to join in on the conversation. And this is what I love when the fans, fellow fans, come on and speak their mind. We can agree. We can disagree. This is what it's about for fans like us. We ain't trying to be the big guys. We ain't trying to be sheep SPM. We're not trying to be Fox Sports. We're not under a corporation. We are grassroots as it fucking gets here on the Believe Blue Show. This is, you got to have passion. You got to have uh, a will to do this night in, night out, week in, week out, to not only talk about what you saw with your own teams, but all the rest of the leagues, man. This is what we roll. This is how we do, man, here on the Bleed Blue Show. All right, so, man, like I said, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, all that other good shit, man. Please check it out, man, on the latest episode, man. More Azul Unfiltered is going to be coming down the pike, and we also get back into it. Boxing, I'm looking forward to that in uh, 2022. And um, look forward to the episodes this week, man. Uh, enjoy and thank you for sharing the episodes on this pre- prelude of the upcoming episodes for the last uh, week of episodes of March in the first quarter of 2022 here on the Believe Blue Show Azula Unfiltered Tournament and Homework episode. Sound great, ladies and gentlemen. Believe Blue. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue.